And welcome back, everybody, to another exciting D&D Tonight game. What did we do last week? Does anybody remember? Because for us in the real world, it's been a little longer than a week. Yeah, yeah. Merlin, our group's official note-taker, has some notes. We're still heading north, west, west to uh, <laughs> Scale Ridge. Besides meeting a lady who was selling pies out of a wagon... A demon. And, uh, we went on to, uh, is that where we had the windmill, Derek? Uh, let me look. I think the windmill was last week. Yeah, you guys had cleared the windmill. No, you hadn't. The start of the episode is when you started in the windmill, where you guys had to deal with the kooky skeleton again. Or the skull. The creepy flame skull. Yep. And then we're heading toward... Uh, Scale Ridge to meet a guy named Argal, and uh, we decided we were going to go to Draycott, Draycott Castle. Yay! And that's kind of where we we left off there because we didn't want to go any further. So the episode ended with you guys coming to a fork in the road, and you had to choose between either heading north to Draycott Castle or south down the mountain range to Scale Ridge. And we're going to go. Tank up and get some food and and uh, a shower, a bath at the uh, the castle. All right, is what we decided on. That's where we're going today or not. The question is: Does Raul R A A L and Raul R A G A L Regal? I think your notes were incorrect. There's only one that starts with R. Okay, so the second. Someone is A-R-G-A-L. Yes, Argal. Oh, they know each other? Yes. Rawl is going to meet you at Scale Ridge to guide you to Argal. Argal has been, is the one that's been sending you messages in your head. Okay. But I, I kind of get a, an idea that they're, they're not exactly friends. Okay. I don't know. Merlin has always been the suspicious type. <laughs> we're going to find out. Okay, so you guys decided you were going to head north to Draycott Castle. Yes. As you head up the mountainside towards Draycott, large clumps of snowflakes start to fall around you. The air is still and is... Hey, Tiffany, we're going to have snow! Mmm! Woohoo! And it isn't long before the heavy white snow starts to pile up on the rocks and ground around you. The heat from your donkeys keeps the snow from sticking on them, but your heavy winter cloaks quickly start to pile up with snow on your shoulders and hats. It isn't far before you see the stone gatehouse of Draycott Castle at the end of the main road. The gatehouse looks old, but the warm glow coming from the windows above the door makes the cold in your hands more noticeable. Asharis and Goslinger make a history check. Give me my bully dice. Oh, I forgot. I need dice, too. I got 16. 13. 13 for Jessica. And I has history. Okay. For the two of you, as you approach the castle, you feel a kind of deja vu, as if you've been here before. It looks very similar to a castle that you saw in your dreams. Deja vu. I've been in this place before. <laughs> I can make that joke. She's going to be famous. 
As you approach closer to the castle, you notice that on either end of the castle's walls, there are pronounced bastions with huge ballistas mounted at the heads. They look very imposing until you notice that the one on the south corner appears to be missing the bow wire and the iron looks rusty from disuse. Inside the gatehouse in front of you, there is a passage where you can see a well-maintained iron porticullis blocking entry to the castle grounds. What do you want to do? Oh, and in case you don't know, a ballista is one of those things like from uh, The Hobbit. That thing that shot the really big bolts at dragons. Ooh. I don't know. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Thank you. But the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so wait, what? There's a big, big block in us. We don't. We need to know what to do. Okay, so you guys are looking at a stereotypical castle wall, where on the two far corners, on opposite ends from the gatehouse, there are these big, round kind of uh, protrusions from the walls, and on top of those protrusions, there's these big ballistas with these big crossbow-like things, like huge, as big as a person. Sticking mm -hmm. up on the walls, but they look like they're kind of disused. One of them doesn't look like it works anymore. And then at the gatehouse, you see a gatehouse with an entryway through the center of it that goes through the wall. But you see through the entryway that, that is the gatehouse, there's a big iron cage dropped down. One of those porticulluses. Porticulluses. Porticullus? Like a porticullus? Anyway, uh, like imagine Robin Hood, Disney's Robin Hood, when they're trying to get out of the prison, and they're making the jailbreak, and they drop that big thing down, and, and then they can't get out. I don't think I've ever seen that. Okay. It's a big iron gate that you can't get through. Yeah, it's gotta be lifted up to let you guys in. And you guys haven't entered into the gatehouse yet. At the back of the gatehouse, through the entryway, is where this gate's dropped down. There's like a hallway that leads up to it first. You guys are kind of standing at the entry on the road, looking at this castle. So we need to go to the gatehouse and call out for somebody to let us in. Okay. Do you go into the gatehouse? Or do you There's nobody else going in, just us. We're the only ones here. There's nobody on the road with you. There's no lady selling. You do see, like, light from inside the gatehouse, but there's nobody, like, moving around outside the castle walls. Can we see anybody at the top of the walls, like guards? Um, nope. No guards that you see patrolling the top of the walls. Hmm. Looks disused. Wait, what was the guy's name? Dargan! We need to go call out for Dargan! Dargan King not here. Dargan will let us in! He's not here. No one stops you as you walk up closer, uh, closer to the gatehouse. You can see the large portico is just a little bit further in. Its heavy iron uh, bars are blocking entry to the courtyard beyond. In the courtyard, through the gate, you can see a few simple tents thrown up covered in snow. There are a few people moving about in the yard. It doesn't look like anyone is armed. Uh, you get the impression that life is kind of going on despite the orcs that have moved into the area. Inside the walls, you only seem to see women and children. There are only a few men. Overhead, in the passage of the gatehouse, you can see there is a window looking down on the uh, hallway that leads into the castle. So, you still can't see any people? No, there's people in the courtyard. It looks like women and children are kind of moving about in the, in the castle yard. Hmm. 
You should call out to you. And you can see there is there is a light inside the the gatehouse overhead. So if you look up through the hole in the in the hallway, so there's a hallway, right? And in the top mm-hmm. of the hallway, which would be the floor for the gatehouse above, there's an opening, and you can see light flickering around inside that window into the above area. Hmm. Why would there be a window there? I don't know. Maybe so that they can look out and see if people are there. Maybe it's one of those castles where they dump the ore, or the, the really hot metal on you through the floor. You have the idea exactly. Hmm. If you know your castle terminology, it's called a murder hole. A murder hole. Yep, it's where you throw things down at people that are trying to get through your castle gate and you don't want them to. Boiling oil. Right. Yeah, it's not pretty. Um, okay. Is there a moat? Uh, there is no moat. If there was a moat, it would probably be frozen. Okay, then. So, who are we meeting here again? I forgot. Which, is it Argal or Rawl? Uh, neither. Argal and Rawl are at Scale Ridge, which is south. Dad said at the end of last episode he wanted to check out the castle. That's why we're just going here for a bath and have a drink. They might not let us in, and they might pour boiling oil on us. Why we haven't done anything? What are you going to do now that you're standing at this gatehouse and nobody has said anything to you as you've come closer? Boy, run away! Run away! Run away! We baby ran away! Run away! Okay, Merlin. Yell something to someone in the window. Hey! That won't won't get us boiling the window. I'm Merlin Magician. I'd like to come in and have a drink. I bring you good tidings. We come in peace. A young girl's face appears in the window when you call out. Oh, hi! Oh my, an elf! Are you fleeing from the orcs too? I'll get the gate up in a jiffy! Hold on a tick! The porticullis mm-hmm. in front of you slowly starts to creak and lift up off the ground until you can pass under it with your donkey. <laughs> the girl overhead appears again. Go on in! Find young Wallace! He's probably in the bailey somewhere. He'll help you get settled in. And then she disappears again. So trusting, they just let us in. I'm surprised. We could easily murder them. <laughs> Terrible. What? It's just honest. Hmm. All right, well, let's go look for Wallace. All right, you guys go on in through the gate. A man in the bailey sees you as the gate starts to rise up for you to enter. He quickly finishes pounding a tent stake into the ground. Once you move past the porticullis, it starts to slowly come down behind you. The tent that the man was working on doesn't have any snow piled up on it yet. It looks like he just finished putting it up. Hmm. He is wearing a heavy black cloak with fur around the collar and a leather hat with a feather in it. His boots are muddy from working in the courtyard all morning. What do you do? Hey, you with the with the leather hat. He's away away from you. Oh, let me get closer then. Okay, as you guys get closer... A woman who looks like she could be his mother gives him a hug with tears in her eyes, saying thank you about a dozen times before he points her towards the castle keep and she hurries off. Uh Uh-oh. I wonder what happened here. As you get closer still, you can see the, uh, the young man's face, and you realize that the boy can't be much older than ten. Well, hello. 
Elves and Draycott, this must be an unusual time we find ourselves in. Surely you're not here fleeing from those blasted orcs. Oh no. We came for a drink to warm up and get some supplies. Well, I'm sure we can help with that as best we can. There's not much left in our stores, but what we have is welcome to everyone. We're the stewards of this region, so we do our best to take care of the people. We're heading to Scale Ridge. You know anything about it? <laughs> What's your name? Oh, I'm Wallace. Nice to meet you. So we're looking for Wallace. I thought you said Wallets. Not Wallets. That's a terrible name. Wallace. No. I yep, I'm a pile of wallets just sitting here in the middle of the courtyard. <laughs> Welcome for anybody to take one. <laughs> Yay! Oh, uh, Scale Ridge, eh? That's uh, a bit uh, a bit south of here, but uh, the mountains there are full of passages. Uh, some say that it started with an old dwarven mining area, digging the tunnels. Did they try and... So they used the dwarves to dig the tunnels? Well, it, they say that the dwarves dug the tunnels originally, but nobody's found the secret dwarven entrance to the mountain. That is, if it still exists. It seems like most of the ways that we know of to get into the tunnels was dug by kobolds and other creatures that live in the area. Um, were they slaves? Oh, the kobolds? No, the dwarves. No, they're mostly just troublemakers. Uh, oh, dwarves is way too proud to be slaves. I doubt they would submit to anybody. They'd sooner die. Good to know. But we never found much besides artifacts from them. Hmm. We haven't been in the mountains in quite a while. Ever since the dragons in the area dried up, there hasn't been much point. Kobolds is hardly a worthy prize. Nobody wants their skins. Ooh, dragons. Can you possibly tame a dragon? Ah, uh, well, you might could have years ago. My family kind of uh, did away with that, though. There hasn't been a dragon here f for ages. That's been our biggest problem. Since the dragons dried up, the gold dried up. Gotta have dragon skins and dragon bones to make magic stuff. And, uh, well, we kind of killed them all. This is why you kill the goose that laid the golden egg. Well, it was good doing while we had them. That's been a couple hundred years ago. I've never seen a dragon. All I've got is the stories me dad tells me. And he got them from his dad. How's your mom doing, son? Oh, she's around. She had tears in her eyes when she left. Oh, that lady? That's not my mum. That's one of the families that's come in this morning. We've had quite a few of them come in since the orcs started bothering the villagers around here. Ah. I was just helping her get a, get this set get this tent set up for her stuff before she'd head inside and warm up by the fire. That's where we're going. If they keep coming in at this rate, we won't have room for everybody inside. Can we get a drink in there? You could go ask Gordon in the kitchen. I'm sure he'd be willing to part with something. To the kitchen? To the kitchen! <laughs> Alright, well you be careful. If you do decide to head out for the for uh, Scale Ridge, you more, you're just about as likely to die over there to the uh, animals in the tunnels as you are to the orcs. Well, we gotta die so, some. be careful. Anything that isn't bolted down? Hmm. Anything that isn't bolted down will be taken. Because everything that isn't bolted down is taken from my home. Woo! 
<laughs> Those the slinger. I had to sharpen my quill. You need more ink. <laughs> All right, you guys approach the uh, entrance to the castle keep and go on inside. When you go in, fireplaces line the walls of the grand hall, but only a few at the far end are lit. The ceiling is vaulted far overhead, and the dominant feature in the room is a huge dragon skull floating on chains hanging from the rafters. The chill from outside encroaches into the space. There are great wooden tables that run the length of the hall, but only the ones nearest the lit fireplaces look like they have been used recently, and there's a few people sitting around at them now. Hmm. Gordon! Ramsey! Gordon, where are you? Which one are you, Gordon? You're at the far end of the hall from all the people. I uh, just walked in the door. You guys head over to them and start asking around about Gordon? Well, he's the guy we're supposed to see for a drink. That's all you seem to care about. <laughs> all right. The friendly folks that are sitting near the fireplaces point you towards uh, a door on the left side of the fireplace. And uh, they say something along the lines of, Oh, Gordon should be in there. That's the way to the kitchen. That's where he's always at. What with being the cook and all. Thanks, mate. Mate. Okay, so you guys head into the kitchen. Yep, go into the kitchen. The kitchen is well stocked with cooking beer, cooking gear, but not as well stocked with food to cook. Most of the cabinets are barren, and the barrels that would store flour and grain are nearly empty. Uh -oh. The few fighting men of the castle have been running missions out to the villages to bring any survivors and supplies that they can find from the nearby villages. And you see a friendly, round-faced fat guy waddling around inside the kitchen. Of course. That's... That's gotta be him. Nice. So, it's snowing here. That means there's no food being grown. That means Everybody's this could dying. be expensive. Everyone's starving. Dying. They killed all the dragons. Yeah, which was their big mistake. They could have bred the dragons and could have kept them longer. Exactly. Doesn't make sense. What was their problem? Hey, Gordon. You got anything to drink in there? Like some grog? Grog. <laughs> the round-faced fat guy kind of suddenly perks up, startled, and looks over at you. He's like, oh, oh, hello. Uh, well, I, I, would, I don't have any grog. Uh, but I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I do happen to have what's left of my personal wine reserves. Not a lot, though. So we've got to be sparing on it. He mm. whips out uh, a small hip flask. Oh, wow. That is personal. Well, your lips have been on there. I don't know if I want to drink it or not. <laughs> well, I'm. If if you don't want it, that's fine by me. That's the only it's the only wine left in the castle, and nobody knows I've got it. Well, except for everybody I've told, which is most everybody in the castle. But uh, it's the last. Horrible. <laughs> what brings you in? I assume you're uh, you're hiding from them the orc bandits running around the hills. No, we're not hiding. We're looking for uh, some supplies to go on to the to the mountain and check out the caves. Up there. I heard there might be some gold. Oh, if you're after supplies. Oh, wait, what gold? <laughs> you're, you're questing for gold in the mountains, eh? Well, good luck with that. Well, they say that there's tunnels up there and caves and 
there must have been a reason for them to dig all those caves. Oh, I've I heard that it that's where the orcs are hiding out, is in them caves. You may be getting headed towards your death, good sir. Yes, you gotta die somewhere. <laughs> well, hopefully not for a long time next to a cozy fire. But uh, if it's food you're looking for here, we haven't got much. Hmm. Well, you'd be willing to... It's not too terribly far down to uh, down to the caves at Scale Ridge, but uh, so we could we could probably give you a, a couple days rations. It'd be the same if you stayed here and ate on them. Have you been to Scale Ridge yourself? Oh no, me! I'm I'm no kind of adventurer, sir. I'm far more at home here in my kitchen. It is much nicer though when it's full of stuff to eat. How did you get so fat if there's nothing to eat? <laughs> hey, they say that a fat guy is always preparing for when there's going to be a shortage of food. <laughs> I see. All right, then. Well, give us a few days' supply, and we'll be on our way tomorrow morning. All right. I can, uh, here, I'll pack up some of this this leftover soup from last week. Last it's, week? Uh, it'll, probably, it'll probably be good for another day or two. And he he wraps up a loaf of bread to go with it. If you're sparing, that should keep you alive at least for a couple days. <laughs> well, my beef jerky's got me this far. If you've got jerky, you're probably doing better than most of the folks that have been coming here here. It's kind of tough when your village has been attacked by orcs to remember to grab a whole bunch of food while you're running away screaming for your life. Wow. <laughs> I like this guy's humor. <laughs> Where's all the fighting men? Well, the Draycott family's the stewards for this region. Would have been uh, a while ago, back when there was dragons, that these orcs wouldn't have been any challenge for our family. They'd have just wrecked everything. We'd have turned these orcs on their tail and sent them scampering back off into the wilds. But nowadays, there ain't that many Draycots left. If you've met Wallace, that, that's the Lord's son. Uh, it, then there's him and his wife. That'd be Lord Draycott and his wife. And uh, let's see, I think that, yeah, they've got a, uh... oh wait, no, that's it. They There was a, a, a small daughter, but she didn't make it through the winter last season. That's terrible. Yeah, the mountain realms can be rather brutal. But, gotta stay chipper. We're the only things out here on this last bastion before the wilds. This is pretty godforsaken, if you ask me. Well... Don't let the snow fool you. When the spring gets here, it's going to be beautiful. Hopefully we'll get some food to stock up for the winter this time. Oh, we're, we're headed into spring. We're at the bottom of the barrel. It's supposed to be spring any day now. This is hopefully the last snow of winter. Ah, so this is the last snow. Then I feel much better. <clears throat> we'll be, uh... Well, hopefully. We said that the last two snows. <laughs> Can you tell us where to uh, sleep tonight? Yeah, there'll be room in the Grand Hall. It'll stay warm enough. We haven't got a huge amount of firewood, so we only keep a few of the fireplaces burning, but they uh, they, they do good enough keeping the place from being too chilly. They won't be eating our donkeys, will they? Uh, you brought donkeys in with you. Well, I'm sure if you've tied them up outside and everybody knows that they're yours, they'll be fine. All right, then. Things aren't so so bad around here that we've turned to eating people's uh, mode of transportation. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll bed down for the night and be leaving tomorrow morning. All right. Well, 
hopefully uh, that's everything that you wanted. Thank you for your help. And uh, I'll talk to you again uh, soon if you make it back from the mountains alive. And not dead. And not dying. <laughs> and not okay. about to die. Thank you. Yeah, and any of them situations is all bad, except for the one where you're not dead. <laughs> what I'm about not- the one where you're alive, but everybody else is dead? I'm not dead yet. Yes, you are. Well, then somebody would have to be dead, and that wouldn't be good, now would it? I guess it would be good for me. I'm not dead. All right, so let's go back. You guys head back towards the, the Grand Hall with the dragon skull hanging from the ceiling. And when you get into the uh, the Grand Hall, you run into uh, young Wallace again. He's just coming inside, shaking off his boots. Young Wallace, have you, uh, did you make soup out of this skull up here over the... <laughs> the dragon skull. Is that the leftovers? Oh, that's been up there for at least a few hundred years. They say he's the biggest dragon my family ever killed. Smell? Hmm. Smelled? Smelled. Oh, Smaug. Smaug. We like to say Smaug. Were the dragons a threat, by the way? I mean, why did you kill them all? Well, we killed them all, so they weren't that big a threat. See, round here, there's not much that brings money into the mountains. But dragons meant money. Our ancestors built this castle with money from fending off the wilds of the mountains and slaying the dragons. We did such a good job of it that there's ain't no dragons left. That was the beginning of the end for us. Really, that was the start of the decline. That was your mistake. Yeah, everybody came here to see the dragons, and now there's no dragons to see. Because they're all dead. See, Scale Ridge, Scale Ridge got its name from the great beasts that used to perch upon the ridge, hunting for their prey below. Used to be all kinds of lizards around here. Waverns and dragons and kobolds. Lizard folk. All over the mountains. Used to be great bunches of them in many different colors. Mm. About all of them that's left these days is that skull that you see up hung over there. Maybe that's why the orcs is around now. The dragons are gone and Draycott is dying. Mountains are basically sitting there empty for the taking. Not why sure why the orcs would want the rocks, but everybody's got to call someplace home. Well, we're going to go find out tomorrow. And hope that we don't die. <laughs> We're not going to die. We're going to die. <laughs> we have. We're basically hoping to sit here, hold up in the castle. It's not much of a castle anymore, but it's at least good enough to keep out them blasted orcs. Well, the gate still works. That's important. Yep, and the walls are good and thick. It may be drafty, but it'll do us until spring. Then what are you going to do in spring? Well, in spring... The king's army's going to march north and help us destroy these orcs. Send them back where they came from. Who told you that? Well, we got a raven. Huh. I've got an owl. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you send your owl out down south to the capital and ask if the king said he'd send his army, I'm sure you'll get the same answer we did. Okay. Somebody's got to kill these orcs. We are part of the king's dominion, after all. Even if we're the stewards, we're here sounding the alarm. Orcs is coming. Well, you seem to know a lot. I try to start, I I try to know what's going on. It's my job, after all. Soon I'll take over from my granddad when he's too old to take care of the mountains anymore. 
You know a man named Argal? Nope, never heard of him. Should I have? No. How about Raal? R-A-A-L. Mm, doesn't ring a bell. Where have you been on? Are they, uh, are they villages around here? We've had two or three of the villages that we know of that have definitely been hit by the orcs. Well, it's someone who lives... I'm sure a lot more of the villages has run south to get far away from as far away from the orcs as they can. Well, we came from Brentwood and didn't see anybody running. No, we didn't see anybody running, running. We saw nobody. You saw a big caravan of people headed south the other day. And a woman selling pies. But she yeah, wasn't they were... running more. Well, we want to go meet somebody who lives on Scale Ridge. And is probably dead. Well, if they're still out there, good luck to them. Because with the cold, with the storm rolling in and orcs in the mountains, uh, I'm sure they're not having a good time of it. Hmm. Well, I, uh, I'm going to light my little fire stick and make my bed and go to sleep here. Fire stick. What a great name. Maybe he could cast his spell of protection. You never know. Somebody need to stand watch while we're inside of a castle. It's supposed to be safe. Suppose. I'm more worried about the donkey. It depends on how much you trust the people that are here. I don't trust anybody. <laughs> then Jessica will take the first one. No. <laughs> See, that's it. It's like. Just because she doesn't trust anybody, she's not taking the first watch. <laughs> she's going to be famous, I'm telling you. Yeah, the salty one. The salty one. So you guys, you guys spend some time kind of waiting around for it to get dark, and you take care of your donkeys for a little bit, and you talk to a few of the people around the area. Uh, you find out that the lord of Draycott is named Sterling. And his wife is Lady Bonnie. You find out that there's a bunch of families that have taken shelter here. Most of them aren't fit to fight. But those that are have been sent out with the last of the Draycott men to try and bring back as much food from the surrounding villages as they can. Hmm. So that they can feed all these people that have shown up unexpectedly. Refugees. There's... Let's see. You find the castle has an armory. You've already visited the kitchen. They've got a chapel. There's a dungeon. Dungeon. There's a big watchtower in the middle of the castle. Kind of it spirals up the castle keep and then at the top there's a big watchtower and you already met the person in the gatehouse. Hmm. All right then. Thank you. All right, and you guys have some food and kind of bed down for the night. That was good. Welcome to bedding down, guys. <laughs> we love it. We do it every day, every week, every night, every morning. <laughs> Jeez. It's salt. I'm sorry. Mm. All right, does anything happen? You get a good night's sleep. <laughs> Recover all your stuff and feel good in the morning when you wake up. No, you feel nobody. Nobody seems to mess with you. You don't really notice anything during the night. That's it. So you guys want to head out from from the castle and head south mm. down towards Scale Ridge. 
to scare me. Yeah, I'll, I'll go out and get Maud and Dolly uh, packed up and ready to go. What did he call them? Maud and Dolly. <laughs> Maud, Dolly, they're the two mules that we have. You guys have three donkeys. One of them's just little. I don't know what the last one's name is. I think everybody gets to name their own donkey, don't they? I didn't know they yeah. had names. Well, you can name your animals whatever you want. Name donkey. Its name is Blacksmith because <laughs> because where's the blacksmith? Okay. Very strange, Tesco. It's a joke. An inside joke. An inside joke between no one. Okay. All right, let's let's go say goodbye to Raul and get out of here. For the last time. <laughs> It is not his name. What's his we name? We are not there yet. <laughs> we haven't been there yet. <laughs> and his name is not Raul anyway. What's his name? Raul. <laughs> oh, Raul. Okay. Raul. I spelled we haven't met Raul yet. And your old boy's name? Wallace. Oh, Wallace. <laughs> I love it. That was great. For the last time. <laughs> Thank you, Wallace. Wallace. Well, uh, anything anything we can do to help the, the people of this area, we're always here doing our best. Like I said, we haven't got much left, but what we do have, we're the stewards of this area, so we try our best to take care of everyone. Wallace, are you the only Wallace? I'm the only Wallace in Draycott. <laughs> There's probably one. More. Just waiting to be discovered. Well, if you say so. I'm the only Wallace I know, but maybe on your travels you'll run into more. Oh god. I'll just have to keep a Wallace count. Uh, safe travels, and like I said, you're just as likely to be killed by the critters that live in them tunnels as you are by the orcs. So, do keep a low profile while you're hunting for your friend. Thank you. Hey, buddy. If we saying. die, I'm coming back as a ghost. Let's get out of here. We're burning daylight. We're burning wood. <laughs> but we're burning faces. All right, let's go, guys. You guys mount up on your on your donkeys, mod and something. <laughs> what were your donkeys' names? Donkey. Blacksmith. <laughs> Maud. Blacksmith, Donkey, and Maud. <laughs> what is that sound? Not the you head out from Draycott down the mountain road towards Scale Ridge, and the road starts to get rough. It gets so rough that you have to dismount from your donkeys and walk with them to help keep them from trick tripping on the rocky ground. Your pace is slowed to a crawl by the snow, which is whipped around by the whirling winds that seems to be twirling around the side of the mountain. Which is strange, because when you started this morning, there wasn't really any wind at all. The snow was just coming straight down. Hmm. As you're walking, yeah, as you're walking, two figures come out from behind, or appear from within the whiteout in front of you. They seem to be grumbling, but you can't really make out who they are. Yellow. Wallace said there'd be a storm. Wallace said there'd be a person. That's why the snow is coming. Cause we're... So the snow is now a person. We're going into the storm, I guess. 
we're going into the snow, which is now a person. <laughs> Salty ghost slinger. As you call out to the figures in the snow, you hear their their gruff words that don't sound like any language that you know, except for maybe Asharis, roll me a history check. Roll yourself a history check, Asharis. Be smart, please. Be euphoric. Wow. Good night, children. Good night, children. Good night, Grandma. I'm going to go read. <laughs> 14, and I do not have history. Well, that's fine. I'll give it to you anyway, because these are your preferred enemy. <clears throat> Enemies in the snow. Preferred enemy? I have a favorite enemy. Orcs. Yep. You recognize a couple of orcish words as these figures pull out. Pull out what? I'm on the edge of my city. <laughs> Axes! They pull out great axes and come charging at you! We're gonna die! How many are there? Two! Oh, two? Okay. Yeah, we're gonna die. What do you say? I I understood a few words. I have, can speak orcish. Well, there's wind whipping around and all this other stuff. Tell them we come in peace. Speak orcish to them. No, she can't do that. We don't come in peace. We're gonna kill them. Okay, the first one swipes at. Not me, preferably. Ghost Slinger! Those are not! I fixed myself! And, and his, his axe blow goes wide! But the second one takes a swipe at Merlin at the same time! And he rolls really good. Hmm. Merlin, you're dead. I have my shields up. Five. Does a 23 beat your armor class? Uh, my armor. I don't think you said you cast mage armor, so it should be an 11. Yeah, so he's dead. I told you to catch that mage armor. Does 16. Only if you cast mage armor, and I don't think you said that you did. No, I didn't. <gasps> yes. You're right, it's 11. So, he rolls to hit you and does... 7. 9 damage. I was almost there. Terrible. And you hear him say, Umis are so soft and squishy. We'll be done with you before you know what hit you. Uh, we'll be done with you before you know what happens to my face. I don't understand anything. It doesn't sound right. <laughs> that didn't come out right either. Everybody roll initiative. Everybody roll the dice. 15. You are losing. Woohoo. I heard, what was that, a 15? Merlin, is your initiative bonus still one? For Jessica. I have one. Oh, yeah, do we have initiative, Jessica? Yes, we all have initiative. Do we? I'm pretty sure. Oh, fine. Yeah, she's pretty right. Okay, I rolled a 20, and uh, Ghost Slinger has rolled a uh, 19. Sheesh. Yes, it's one. Uh All right. Plus one. No, it's still a joke. I'm going to say that that one goes first, and then these two. Well, no, then this one. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! The orcs die! <laughs> and one of us dies. Asharis, you're up first. Alright, I want my long sword and my short sword. Okay, but it takes a action, or it takes a free action to pull out one sword. If you want to pull out the other sword, that's your whole turn. 
All right, from now on, when I'm walking down the road, I'm having a short sword in my hand from all times. <laughs> okay, if you want to say that, you're going to have to call it every time you're traveling anywhere. I'm traveling with my short sword drawn at all times. Okay, okay, so every time we set off in the morning, I pull out my short sword. So anytime you run into anybody on the road, they're going to be terrified of you. Yes, you can slice them to bits. Because <laughs> it's just too annoying. What if they're innocent? What if it's Zabuza? Well, then they shouldn't be scared, should they? What if it's Zabuza? <laughs> That's like saying, I'm carrying this AK-47 pointed at you at all times. Why are you scared? If you got nothing to hide and you're not a bad guy, then no reason to be scared. Is there a possible way we can actually get AK-47? I need to make some sort of quick release. There was a feat called Quick Draw. In the uh, in fourth edition, where you could do exactly that, you could pull an item as a free action, so you'd be able to draw both of them instantly. I mean, come on, it happens on TV all the time. I don't know. You could read the book and see if I'm doing it wrong. It's possible. Right. But anyway, what sword are you going to pull out, and who are you going to whack with it? Or you can just pull both swords and forego this turn. I guess I'll take the long sword okay. right now. I will also position. You will position to a position of position is position. Oomies. Wait, did we ever decide how to call the blink dog? Did we ever decide how to call my little animal? No, I don't have an animal. You don't deserve a second one! <laughs> you told her to be loud, so now she is. She's up in the camera, too. I like this. This is good. I'm salty. Salty. This is a salty tip. She's gonna be famous. Ghost I actually have one. I just haven't been able to use it this whole time. You have magic spells. Come on. I haven't been able to use my animal this whole entire time. What animal? I have an animal. Yes! The cat. I don't remember. I, I don't know. I'm only the dungeon master. Why would I need to know about her animal? It's whatever she wants, I guess. I've had this forever. She just says, yeah, I have a ferret now. I didn't tell you, but deal with it. Got it, yeah. I will show you. There! I have an animal! Stop screaming and let me read. It says, find familiar. I... What? I've had him for so long! I don't know. When did she take find familiar? I guess the last time we got spells or something. All right. Well, she can have an animal for, I think it's like 10 gold or something then, I guess. What? Mm, there That's you go. not cheap. All right. Sheila, since she's here, will be positioned in front of me in case of attack as I attack the one that's attacking Merlin. Okay. You attack the one that's attacking Merlin. And Sheila is positioned nearby you so that if any of them come charging towards you, she'll get an opportunity to swipe back. Yes. But you're charging at them. Yes. To get to the one near Merlin. Yes. So Sheila will be behind you. But, yeah. Or do you just want her to stay next to you? Okay. She can stay next to you then as you charge over and attack the one that's attacking Merlin. Go ahead and roll me a d20. <laughs> Oh, wait, we haven't won yet. Never mind. Seventeen. Seventeen? Are you including all your stuff? What stuff? Your pluses. What pluses? You get a two-hit bonus. What does that mean? On the first sheet, next to your weapon profile, it'll say, two-hit with a plus. It doesn't say two-hit with a 
<laughs> Where it says longsword, Jessica, next to that, it should say D8 and then plus something. No. No? Okay, we must not have filled it in. What's your next... Oh, wait, no, it's a longsword. Is a longsword a finesse weapon? I think we decided it is. Add your dexterity modifier. Five. Plus your proficiency. Two. That's plus seven to your 17. So that's 25. Jeez, this person hits hard. Whoa, that's 24. I can't math good. I can't math good either. Yes. Anyway, that's more than enough. Roll me a damage. With a d8 or one-handed. Or could it have been two-handed? Because I have both. Yes. It could be two-handed because you only pulled out one weapon. And then I can still take the other weapon for the next round. At the next turn, yes. No issues left. Okay. But D10 it is. <laughs> Strange sounds are coming from stuff. Five. Plus your dexterity modifier. Which is five. Okay. That's ten and damages. Ten damages. You slice this orc. Do I get something for being my favorite enemy? Do I kill it faster? I don't know. What are the rules for playing your character? I only have to know all of the monsters and the story and how to play your characters. Yes. Do you have to you know are the, the dungeon master, therefore God? Do you have to know? I am God, but unfortunately I am not a computer. I try my best to be, but it's been several weeks since we've played and we've never got to use your preferred enemy rules. So you're not a squip. Let's see. This is the wizard section. What are you, Tivy? A uh, ranger. A ranger. Divine Smite. This has got to be Cleric. Eldritch Blast. This is something else. Druid. You're a ranger. That starts with R. Mm. Fighter. Monk. Ranger. Here you are. Pew pew. Spellcasting. Oh, you have ranger-specific spells. I wonder if you have that from being an elf. You might have that from being an elf, because I don't see it. Let's look under elf. Is elf next or last? Yeah, I think it's class then type. This is backstory. Oh my goodness, I should just put this book in for our white elephant gift exchange and make you take it. Yeah. Uh, races! You are an elf, so you should be early. Alignment. Wood elf. Keen senses. Trance. Dang it. Wood elf. What's it called? Favored enemy. Favored enemy. This is going to be a short episode after I edit up, added out all this looking in the book. Starts with an F. 91. It is in the ranger section. I must have just missed it. Can you use your blink, dog? Favored enemy. You can find out about it. Beginning at first level, you have significant experience studying, tracking, hunting, and even talking to certain type of enemy. Choose a type of enemy. In your case, you chose... Orcs. Yes, you can choose two human ra uh, races of humanoids, such as gnolls and orcs. You chose orcs and something. You have advantage on wisdom survival checks to track your favorite enemy, as well as on intelligence check to recall information about them. When you gain this feature, you can also learn one language of your choice that is spoken by your favorite enemies, if they speak one at all. You choose one additional favorite enemy as you level blah blah blah. So... They don't get any sort of bonuses? It looks like you have a, a, a bonus on tracking them and a bonus to intelligence check what they can do to you. This says that you have advantage on wisdom survival check. Yep, to track orcs. So, do you want to roll a wisdom survival check on orcs? What does that do? Uh, I'll tell you some backstory about what orcs are. 
Mm-hmm. To know their weaknesses? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess so. Four. Advantage means you get to roll it twice. Oh. 17, much better. Okay, and add your intelligence modifier. I think I have intelligence. Oh. That's fine. Seventeen's pretty good anyway. Yeah, no no intelligence. Orcs are savage raiders and pillagers with stooped postures, low foreheads, and piggish faces with prominent lower canines that resemble tusks. Orcs gather in tribes that exert their dominance and satisfy their bloodlust by pillandering villages, devouring or driving off roaming herds, and slaying any humanoids that stand against them. After savaging a settlement, orcs pick it clean of wealth and items usable in their own lands. They set the remains of the village and camps ablaze, then retreat whence they came, their bloodlust satisfied. Orc tribes are mostly patriarchal, flaunting such vivid and grotesque titles as the Many Arrows, the Screaming Eyes, the Elf Ripper. Doesn't that sound nice, Mom? Yikes. We're gonna die. (laughs) They hate everybody. Yeah, they're pretty mean dudes. They are chaotic, evil creatures. And you know that these two orcs in front of you are just basic orcs. They're probably on patrol. And most likely they didn't want to come out in the storm. They aren't super powerful, and the one that you just hit, you've cleaved him so badly that he is bleeding profusely and clutching at his wound. He may not have seen you in the snow. Split him in twain! Oh yeah, and you are on a horse. Oh, that's right, a donkey. A donkey. We're doing this Link style! That's right. Unless you, like, got off your horse. I have a midget horse, I can't- Is it better to be on the horse, or- Uh, I don't really know how to do mounted combat, so it's kinda gonna be whatever. I forgot until I just said something. Hmm. So it doesn't really matter, though. Yeah, basically. I may have them, like, try and pull you off the horse. No, that's my midget! Uh, that will be Asharis' turn. Next up is Ghostslinger. Ghostslinger, what do you want to do? You are on a donkey. There's an orc at your feet trying to get you. Pull out my short sword. Oh, actually, sorry for interrupting. I did say that the going was so rough that you could, you weren't on horseback anymore. You were actually walking your donkeys. So you're not on horseback. Donkey back. Go ahead, Ghostslinger. <laughs> Bro. I had to clarify. I, I want it to be continuous. He's <laughs> talking. Okay, what do you want to do? Pull out my short, sto- short sword and stab something. Stab one of them. Okay. The one at your feet? Sure. All right. Roll me an attack roll. Do you want to say anything to him as you stab at him? Hello. <laughs> Hello. I will be killing you now. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Fourteen? Is it plus something? Plus- it will be plus your dexterity modifier plus your proficiency. 17, 22, 17, 19. 19. Uh. 19, okay. 19 will hit. Roll me a damage roll. Are they 1d6? 5. 5, plus her dexterity modifier. 3. That's not bad. This orc doesn't look very happy either. He's got a... Did you stab him or did you slice him? Slice. Like you sliced across him just like Asharis did, and he starts clutching at his 
chest and he's like, he kind of growls at you. Brara! I can't understand a word that you just said. And next up, it's going to be the orc's turn. And oh. that is the orc at Ghost Slinger's feet. He's going to go, Oi, he's got pointy ears. Any rolls? Wait, can't she do her disengage thing and run away? She's got a horse or donkey with her. Her donkey can't. Run away! <laughs> you could choose to drop your donkey, but your donkey might run away. Because there's a big scary orc in its face! That is accurate. Eh, she eh. probably keep hold of that. Are you going to stick around and hold on to your, your donkey? Sure. Okay. Does a... 21 break your armor. Yes. You take. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's sweet. You take minimum damage for four damage. Thank you very much. Uh, and I want you to make a constitution check. Why is it always checks and checks and checks and checks and checks? You gotta check to check to check it out. What's it all about? 19. It's actually a 20. Get it right. 20, get it right. You managed to keep a hold of the bridle on your donkey as you get uh, smacked across the chest with this big great axe. Next up, it's Merlin's turn, and I want Merlin to make a constitution check as well, because he got hit. Merlin, what is your constitution modifier? Constitution? <laughs> it should be on the first page. Two. Two. Merlin, you let go of the bridle on your donkey you oh, no. can spend your action instead of attacking this orc to grab after your donkey and try and keep it from getting away or you can attack the orc that's next to you well <clears throat> terrible options if i attack him my donkey is going to definitely run away there is a big scary orc with big teeth looking at it like right next to it i do i do throw fire you know but too close to throw fire maybe i don't know <clears throat> okay, I'll hold on to the donkey. Okay, I'm going to make a roll for you to catch the donkey. What is... You don't have any dexterity, I know, because I built your character. We'll say you just barely managed to clamber after this donkey without the orc getting another swipe at you. And you do get a hold of the reins, but you slip. So you will have disadvantage on next turn's attack roll. Well, that's okay. Actually, yep. instead of disadvantage, let's say you have a negative three on next turn's attack roll. And then it's the orc who is attacking you's turn! And there is now an Asharis in his face, and he is going to roll to smack Asharis! You will be unsuccessful, foe! <laughs> As he does so, he says, I think not, little missy! And he rolls a. 17. Where's my pin? Is 17 good enough? Where has this gone? How in the world did you know you needed that one point more than I have? Uh-oh. So, he... You uh, you say your super cool thing that you said, and he says, Oh, I think not, Missy. And he swings at you so hard that you just barely... Like, you can't quite parry the blow. And he will hit you for... You got the damage that Ghost Slinger didn't. Thirteen <laughs> damages. Alright, I'm not bad-mouthing the foes anymore. 
I didn't plan out your donkey. Let's say your donkey is still with you, but you got hit, so... Wait, doesn't the, sh uh, the, the Sheila, doesn't she attack him? Roll me a constitution check. Only if he gets an opportunity attack. Tell me, having a pet sucks. Yes, I should tell her to chase the donkey down. And uh, you could give your donkey to Sheila. No, your donkey didn't get away. You could just give her the bridle and she'll take care of the donkey for you. Yes, grab the rope, don't, uh, Sheila. Or actually, you could roll the thing. And then see if you drop the thing, and if you drop it, just have Sheila go get it. Fifteen. Fifteen. You managed to hold on to your donkey. Walloped. Okay. Next up is Asharis's turn. There is an orc who just hit you in the face after you said he wouldn't. And he doesn't look that great. He's got blood kind of dripping down the front of him. I'm going to pull out my short sword. To go along with my long sword. Okay, now you have... Two hands with weapons on them. Sheila, hold my donkey. Okay, you pass off. You pass off the donkey's reins to Sheila, and Sheila kind of takes the donkey's reins in her mouth to hold the donkey still. And then you pull out your short sword. Roll me some attack dice. A twenty. <laughs> okay, roll your damage times two, uh, so twice as many dice as normal. So. Ten. Okay. Add your dexterity modifier and describe uh -huh. the kill. So we're going at him with the long sword and we cleave him in twain. Alright, you <laughs> cleave him in twain. And his top half kinda spasms for a minute as he waits to realize that he's dead and then it falls over backwards in the snow. I was gonna eat that snow. <laughs> There's plenty more. <laughs> Don't eat the red snow. <laughs> Actually, it's black snow. Don't they bleed, bleed black? <laughs> Let's roll for it. What color is orc blood? Ha! Oop, okay, nope. They breed. What color would it be other than black? Red. <laughs> okay, then it's red blood. Green. <laughs> is it green blood? Is that what we're saying? Green blood? Okay, it's green blood. So I still have one more hand. You do have one more hand, and you haven't moved, and your donkey is being held by your putty cat. So, you're free to go get the other one. Alright, elfily leap through the air and get the short sword. Okay, roll me an attack die. 16. Plus all your stuff? No. No, not plus all your stuff? I'm pretty sure you get a two hit modifier. Two hit modifier? Dexterity plus your proficiency? So, 22. Yeah, that's plenty good enough. Roll me damage. Three. Three damages. Plus your dexterity modifier. Five, so eight. He looks like he is on death's door. Like he's gonna die. The wind could blow at him and he would die. And he says, Oh, I hate you, pointy ears. And then it's Ghost Slinger's turn. His arm's off. <laughs> Ghost Slinger. His arm's off. Oh, uh, oh, uh. One's dead. Scab him again. Stab him, stab him. Can we ask him a question? Ghostslinger. We ask him a question. Can we ask him a question? Sir! You can declare your intention to not kill him as you strike him down, and then you can ask him a question. Does that mean we're going to tell him? Just roll a normal attack, but say it's going to be non-lethal. So instead of stabbing him, you just punch him, but it'll do the same damage. Mm. We need information. Thirteen. 
Plus what and what and what? Yeah, plus what, what, what? Plus your dexterity modifier and your proficiency modifier. So, 18. That's plenty good enough. Roll me a damage die. Are they d6s? Yes. Five. Describe this non-lethal takedown. I'm just gonna punch you in the face like I calmly don't exist. <laughs> okay, you calm you calmly punch him in the face like you don't exist, and he drops to the ground, barely conscious. I'm sorry, my friend. And he grabs his head and says, "I'm sorry too." <laughs> I mean, I would have killed you sooner, and then you wouldn't be out of your misery. No, these guys want answers. Now you're going to answer them. Uh, <laughs> why do adventurers always punch the grunts and make us answer questions? <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> Are you positive? No. What do you want to know? What do you want to know, guys? Well, where'd Merlin go? Merlin! I don't know. Who the heck is Merlin? <laughs> you want to know the question? <laughs> On your dying bed? What's your question? Answer me these questions three. Er, now, uh, Ghostslinger Ghost punched him in the face and he fell over in the snow and now he's moaning and groaning and complaining. Does he know who Argal is? What the heck's an Argal? <laughs> I'm just a grunt. They made me come out here and check the path for hostiles. You is a hostile. I attacked you. That's my job. How many more? How many more are there? We's an orc war band. There's as many of us as there is snow in the air. Would you like to live? Where is it? Right now, I don't feel my feet. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna live, whether you choose to let me live or not. We can take you with us. Where's the army? The king's army is in the south. That's why we's up here in the north. The north, the north, the north army. Well, duh, we's up here in the north. Do you know where the entrance to the cave is? Well, yeah, that's where I came from. It's down that way. And he haphazardly kind of points his hand off over in a vague direction, roughly towards the way you guys were going. Okay. We're just going to leave him here to rot. What? That's it? Not going to stab me in the face? You want to live? No, you told us what you do. Just going to leave me here to die? What kind of adventure is are you? <laughs> And you guys are just walking away, leaving him there grumbling in the snow about how unfair it is that you're not going to kill him and give him a warrior's death. Okay, can I kill him? Oh my God. The other two are walking away, Ghost Slinger. What do you want to do? Kill him. Uh, describe the kill. Stab him in the face! You just, okay, do you do it fast? Like, you just kind of, and then, and like, catch back up to the group? Or do you, like, slowly stab him in the face? Slow, painful death. And the whole time he just says, Ah! I'm glad she's on my side. You guys continue on down the path a short distance, leaving the dead orcs behind you. Can I have the gold? Check their pockets. I'm taking it, though. 
I doubt if. Oh, uh, let's see. I doubt if they have anything. Ghost Slinger was the last one there, right? Yes. So she is, of course, the one who gets to ravage in their pockets because nobody else said anything till you guys started walking away. I gotta find the page. Oh, each of you can add, let's see, 75 experience to your character sheets. Haha, here we go. You guys are going to find in their pockets. I give me all my skew. This is personally mine. I don't share. You find 46, not 46, four dice. Let's see. 9, 10, 11 silver pieces. Hold on, she's not writing it down. I don't have a pencil. Yep. You find 11 silver pieces on these orcs. 11 silver pieces a piece? Or just 11? Nope. 11 silver pieces is what Ghost Slinger found in their pockets after she killed the one that you guys left in the snow. But everybody gets 75 experience for dealing with these orcs that have pounced you in the snow. That makes mine four two thirty five. Seventy five. Yep. What does it make yours? Four thousand two thirty five. Does my hit points go up any? No, not until you go to the next level. Course, I get wounded every time. Uh, you guys could take a half hour, or no, an hour long rest in order to recover your hit points, but you're gonna just be kind of sitting on the side of a mountain in the snow. Nope. Let's go. That's no good. <laughs> All right. So you guys continue making your way slowly down this little mountain road that is covered in snow. And as uh, you probably go on, probably, let's say, you make it about a half an hour from where you, the, you ran into the orcs. And Merlin, you hear a voice in your head. And for a moment, you think it's another message to your mind. But you quickly realize it's a whisper in your ear. Ooh. Hi, yes. Glad you made it. Argal will be so pleased that you have come. As you look around, you don't see the source of the whisper. Continuing on down the path a little further, a small figure steps out from behind a boulder. They're covered in a heavy leather cloak, obscuring almost all of their features, but you can make out a green snout that protrudes past the hood. Friends, come! I'll show you the way. We sneak past orcs. Have snafe place, yes? Hide your animals. Sorry about snow. Argal make sure orcs stay in mountain. No find you. We hurry. Orcs torture him. Oh, no. Okay. Let's go. Okay, let's go. Wait, are you a dragon, bro? Today they're torturing. They didn't wait three weeks. They're torturing him today. I am Ral. I am Cobalt. Well, it's good to meet you. Semi-dragon? Lizard. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Lizard. Come, I show you the way. And he kind of beckons you around the large boulder that he was standing next to, and you see the entrance to a cave. Oh, wow. So we finally met Rawl, huh? Yep. R-A-A-L? Yep. Entrance to the cave. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. And that's where we'll call it for the week.